Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Happy Tuesday. It's no longer Monday. It's seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. And the film lines are open 210-599-5555. We got a lot of action on this topic. Uh, both on the 550 KTSA Morning News and Warren Rima, uh, and you heard Don Morgan reporting on this. The Lavernia, the Lavernia uh, school district, uh, early or about mid-month uh, February, they're going to vote uh, on, uh, I think it's the second uh, local school district that's doing this. They're going to vote on a four-day work week or a four-day school week. Lavernia ISD, and uh, they've had a couple of focus groups talking about this, and uh, it's, this is an idea you're seeing across the country. It's not just here in Texas. And what we're hearing, uh, as far as the reasoning for this, is that teachers have a lot to do. Uh, they could use that uh, fourth day, I guess, uh, for their mental health to, to re- you know, Recalibrate. I guess it's it's the, the the primary reason we're hearing is that it's a mental health issue for the teachers and the and the people I guess who are employed by the school. Um, we've heard very little rhetoric as to whether or not uh, you know this is better for the kids uh, who, since you know the pandemic, have been rightly screwed over. Uh, you know, all over the place with the mask mandates, with the homeschooling. Uh, and, and so I'm going to, I'm going to address this as, uh, you know, I, I, I've never, I'm not a teacher. I have a very good friend who is a teacher. I was involved with a teacher many, 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 many years ago. <laughs> and I'm not going to, I'm not going to stroll into this and act like I know what your day is like. Um, I, I, I will say that the whole mental wellness issue is something that you're seeing more and more with with younger folks in their employment situation. It, it's not just in the school system. It's this idea that, hey, you know, I need to be careful about my mental health, and uh, and and so you need to let me uh, have the time that I need for my mental health. Uh, which I think is a bunch of bullcrap, to be honest with you. When it comes to to education. Okay, see if you can explain this to me, and then we'll get into, you know, the the nuts and bolts of this, okay? How is it that teachers and students and administrators have been doing the five-day school schedule for generations, and they've always been able to rock and roll with this? I mean, uh, everybody's got, you know, two and a half months off in the summertime, a couple of weeks for the holidays, uh, how is it previous generations of educators and students have been able to do the five-day school week and some suddenly we, we're not able to, we're having an issue with it? Uh, and and uh, in other words, you if you want my just look, the little boogers need to be in school as much as possible. We're graduating people who are functionally illiterate. You can handle the fifth day. You got three months off a year. <laughs> I'm 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 not going to be a jerk and say you have an easy job. Please, I do have an easy job. All right. Again, I'm not going to compare radio to to being a, a professional educator because I'm in showbiz. It's a whole different employment dynamic. In other words, James, I got a pretty easy gig. My the hardest part about my gig is waking up. I've been doing this for over 30 years. I just run my mouth, but I busted my ass for 25 years working seven days a week predominantly to eventually end up at a place where I can do what I do now. Right. <clears throat> and showbiz operates on an ethic or, or a business model, if you will, in that you are paid what the market will bear. You are paid what you, based upon what you bring to the station, you are paid. It, it's it's a whole different idea of right. compensation than what you see with a salaried worker in the educational field. The only thing I said, and Trey and I disagreed on, was that we don't have a surplus of people lining up to be teachers. No, well, that's and true. And we need to keep who, however many we have. Because that's the other argument, is that's that the it's only retention. Thing. That was the only thing I had was like, well, it's, we don't have a surplus of people to teach our kids. We need to maintain who we have. And if we have to do four days right. to keep the amount of teachers 
in the uh, stage. I don't know. I, 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 and I totally get what you're saying, and that's argument number two. There's two arguments for this thing. It's for the mental wellness of the teachers, and it's for retention purposes because we're not keeping teachers, we're not able to hire teachers, and, and I get it. Um, I'm just, I, I get concerned when it comes to this idea of a four-day work week because we're hearing more and more about this. Again, above and beyond or beyond education, you're seeing this in a lot of different industry. And a lot of it came out of the pandemic where people got used to staying home. I think, again, with each younger generation, this this idea of employment is is truly the work ethic that you and I grew up with in that you make a choice to go work for somebody, right? They they offer to pay you a certain amount of money. You make a choice, say, I'll do that. And then your your mission in life, your responsibility is to do what that guy is paying you to do. Uh, and the, the inversion of the employee-employer relationship uh, with younger and younger folks is, no, I'm going to dictate to you <laughs> what I'm going to do for the money that you want to pay me. And if I need a mental health day, I need a mental because they're being written. This is another one of those things that's being indoctrinated into the, into the young kids, into the younger people. Uh, it's YOLO. You only live once. So, you know, if I need to take a, a week off to, to go screw around in Las Vegas for my mental health, I'm going to do it. Uh, you know, I'm only going to work certain hours. Uh, we, we have this thing now of cold quitting where a lot of employees, and this is predominantly young people, you know, will do the bare minimum and maybe a little bit less than that so that they'll get fired so they then can get unemployment. I mean, there's a really screwy idea uh, or a really a real screwy interpretation of the work ethic with younger and younger people. And so the four-day work week for mental wellness, in me, in my mind, kind of fits into that new way of thinking in regards to employment. It, I actually had a situation when I first got into radio uh a hundred years ago and i was doing a an overnight show back when they had overnight shows that's how i started yeah midnight to 6 a.m yes we all we all started that way in a sense and i was in my I, i started late so i was 21 years of age and i i worked for this guy who looked like walter Matthau. he's just an old nine times divorced alcoholic y had owned several radio stations and lost them all, morning show guy on the Eastern Shore of Maryland. You know, there's an old school guy, and I made the mistake of going to that guy and saying, you know, I've been working really hard. I, I really want a night off. I want to take my girlfriend to see this Rod Stewart concert. And he said, no. And I said, well, why not? And he said, yeah, I'm, I, no, I, I, I'm not going to give you the time off. And I, I've told this story a thousand times. And I made the mistake of saying to that guy, hey, you know, Bill, I have a life. In other words, hey, you know, my mental wellness is 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 uh, important to me, and I need to take I need to take my girlfriend to this concert for my mental wellness. He said, "Blank your life," with a capital F. <laughs> Spoken like a true professional. He did. He said, "You know, there's 20 guys behind you that want your crappy little radio show. I got 20 cassettes in my desk." Did you put a picture up of him recently? Uh, no, that was uh, oh, that was okay. uh, uh, my program director, but Bill Crisp. No, but he 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 was like blank your life, and that taught me something vital. And I, I actually that was the moment I developed a work ethic, in a sense. And these days, if an employer said blank your life to an employee, no matter what business you're in, that employee would be walking their ass down to HR and they'd have that boss fired in a heartbeat. So when it comes to four-day work week because you got some mental wellness issues, I'm sorry, maybe I'm a little old school, but I'm like, go to freaking work. Okay, just go to work. Okay, you do have three months off a year, and I'm not trying to be uh, a jackass to, to, to teachers because I, I, I have no idea how difficult your life must be. And I know there's a lot of added bureaucracy and there's a lot of additional crap that you have to do, but you're not laying tile on a roof in 103-degree weather you know, for nine hours a day. You're not, you, I, I think some of the hardest-working people I've ever seen, Don Morgan, are nurses. Yeah. You're not doing 12 on and 12 off, you know? Hmm. Cleaning crap off a fat middle-aged guy like me, <laughs> you know, in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know, yeah. gotta work. 
<laughs> but I've been out of school for going on forty years here. Right. Um, the game has changed significantly. Oh yes, from, from when you and I were there. Oh, very um, much so. You know, I mean, you go and you go to an emergency room. Um, and you're going to see some teachers who are there because they've been punched in the face by a student. Well, that is true. You know? um, and, uh, and you also have to take into consideration there's this underlying threat that some maniac is going to come into the building with a gun. Um, and that's got to weigh I, on I, you I, as I, well. I, I, I get that. And, and, but then and, we and have to but, get... But in spite of all of that, and here's the underlying point that I'm getting to, that somebody has to bring up here, and I bring it up all the time, and that's the M word, money. <laughs> you know? The t- teachers want more money, right. and they should get more money. It's an awful job. I, I, I'm, but, I'm not going to disagree with you. The school districts aren't going to give them the money. So we're, what we're going to do instead is we'll give you an extra day off. Yeah, but it, do, does, this, does this help the kids, though, in their education? And Again, I, 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 I go back to the M <laughs> I know, but there's this attitude now that if something is difficult, we just make it easier instead of figuring out why it's difficult. You know, and figuring out, well, why are teachers so overworked? Well, why are the kids so bad? Well, why is this going on? But the answer to that because question Because eventually you're just going to get to the point where, okay, we're going to make it a two-day work week. <laughs> hey, if that's the case, I'm in. <laughs> See but, how you are. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I'd go. I'd drive right. myself nuts. Professor but, Morgan. But I think a <laughs> lot of that, Morgan. a lot of the questions we have about why is it, it starts at home. You know, when you send entitled children off to school, and right. you can't, get through, the, you can't get through their heads why what you're trying to well, pass on to them is important, you're fighting a losing battle. Well, and there's been a lot of changes in education in that they are, there's much more pressure now to not upset the little boogers. Right. You don't want mom and dad a, getting pissed off and calling a lawyer. It's a customer service model. Right. You can't discipline them because then their feelings get hurt. Then mom and dad, again, are getting a lawyer. So I, I appreciate yeah. all of that. It's just, I, I guess the four-day work week just yeah. kind of bristles my my own personal work ethic, which, right. and I'm, I don't, I don't work my ass off now. Like I said, I'm, I got a pretty, I'm pretty, pretty in a pretty easy place right now. One of our biggest, but I have worked but, my ass know, off in there, years before. There could be the, uh, the situation where the students are only there four days a week. You know, you still have to show up on that fifth day right, for whatever right. reason to, to to do the things that you weren't able to do during the week. Possibly. Now, that could be the model as well. Maybe they're still working five days a week. One yeah. of our biggest employers in town, USAA. Right. It's most prosperous years. It was a four-day work week at USAA, and that's... yeah. But those people are crazy. I used to live with a guy who worked for them. <laughs> I worked. I worked for the USAA. <laughs> USAA. It's a great bank, but it'll make people that work there crazy. But the, it it can be done, right. and it doesn't need to be every job sure. in the world. But right. if you can do it, well, you know, I I just think the little boogers need to be in school five right. days a week because they're 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 but, not you know, being taught like we were being taught. And but I think the, that's the three of us have been, have been around this business long enough to remember the times where we had to work six days a week. Well, I was saying, you know, that, well, it, but it, I, first 20 years of my career, I worked seven days a week. Yeah, I mean, it was, well, you have to, you, just, just to make ends meet. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I, got, I would always tell myself when that would happen, it's like, you know, my my schedule for years was Sunday through Friday. <laughs> so my only day off was basically Saturday. Yeah. And, you know, whenever somebody would say, but, well, doesn't that make you mad? I'm like, well, it, it beats doing whatever. No, but I mean, there, but, but, but I, and I, I got to take a break, but that, that's one of the things that has changed in that our generation did what we had to do. Mm-hmm. And that ethic, I think, is going bye-bye. In that I mentioned to anybody under the age of 25 working seven days a week, and they look at you like you're freaking insane. <laughs> like, you no, know, I'm never doing that. It's like, well, okay. Yeah, I, I got to take a break, though, because I'm just I'm up against time. I got full lines. I want to get to the phones when I get back. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back uh, 26 minutes after 9. we got full lines on the uh, Lavernia ISD. Going to be voting in February on a four-day school week. Uh, what do you think? Here's uh, Jason. Jason, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Rima. Hey, I, I have an issue with this. First, I respect uh, school teachers. God bless them. Sure. they got a tough job. But you touched on it. So are they telling me for the last – Hundred years they've been wasting one day. They could be doing it in four. <laughs> I got the second yes. thing I'd like to ask is, what, what about our first responders? What about our you know our our nurses? These folks need mental health days. 
I, I some of the hardest working people I've ever experienced in my life are, are nurses. I mean, I've, I've never yeah, seen anything I mean, like they're, it. They're underpaid, overworked. But the <clears> other thing is, what happened to uh, the mission statement to educate the kids? Why isn't that the priority? I a lot of this, yeah, because you're not. This is uh, all teacher based. This is all on about uh, how this would benefit the teachers. And there's, uh, and I appreciate the call, man. I'm not hearing anything uh, about whether it makes the educational process work better. Here's Joshua. Joshua, how you doing? Uh, good morning, sir. Um, my grandmother was a teacher for over forty years. She not only worked five days a week, but on the weekend she worked as well, mainly, you know, grading all the papers right. or, you know, even just, you know, making the lesson plans. But to me, it's like, you know, every other industry, for the most part, everyone has to work five days or more per week, usually. And Sunday, Saturday, Sunday is like your mental health day. That's the day that you. Yeah, I thought you know, the weekends were our mental health <laughs> days. Yeah. Um, um, now, personally, I think. Uh, when I was in high school, we had what was called an A-B schedule. So we had eight classes a semester, and you do four classes per day. So instead of having 45 minutes where the teacher had to rush through a lesson, they would get an hour and a half, and you did four classes per day uh, staggered off each day. Right. It also makes it easier on the children because they have more time to do their homework instead of doing eight Right. Eight, uh, eight classes of homework well, per night. I just think, and I so, gotta go. I appreciate the call, John. I just, I just think there are probably better ways to to figure this one out. Here's Don. Don, how you doing? Hi, <clears throat> thank you, Sean. Um, I right now this uh, it 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 preaches a recipe for disaster all the way around. And I love what uh, Don said about um, you know about the horrible uh, treatments of the teachers, what they have to go through. I came up in the fifties and sixties where teachers were gods. And you never looked at a teacher cross-eyed, God help you. Mm. And then on the other side is kids have enough time on their hands to get <laughs> on that freaking phone or computer. Right. Uh, and my mom always said, uh, idleness is a devil's workshop. And uh, it's just it's bad all the way around, and God bless you. <laughs> Why, God bless you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the call. Let's do one more here. Let's go to Jim. Jim, how you doing? Hey, good morning. You know, um, I think that the world has changed quite a bit since you or I have been to school. I'm married to a teacher. My wife's job, or she starts receiving phone calls from parents and other teachers, like at five o'clock in the morning, or even in text. She goes to work at six. I mean, at, 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 she's at school at six thirty in the morning, and I don't see her till six thirty. And you know, it, it's uh, it, it it's I, I think that that extra day is more likely going to be an administrative day. It's, it's going to be a, possibly a four-day uh, week for the students, but that fifth day will definitely be for training, development, uh, meetings, and so forth and so on. That, that, that's what I think is going to happen. Well, I mean, I, I, we're hearing that, and I appreciate the call, man. Thank you, uh, your wife, for you know, being an educator. I, I, I get what you're all saying, but how did we all – how did we manage this prior? Uh, I'm just worried about a culture that increasingly asks less of our young people. And uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the schools right now that is really more about the adults in the room than the kids. And uh, we, we've already screwed them over with the, the, the nonsense during the pandemic and now we're going to take them down to a four-day school week. Why do, who do we think they're going to be when they're out in the workforce? If, if, we, if, if we don't want to grade them anymore, right? We don't want to give them tests anymore because it upsets them. We don't want honor roll uh, students anymore because that upsets the kids who don't make the honor roll. And they're only going to have to go to school for four days a week. Who do you think these people are going to be as freaking adults? And I will say this, there is one similarity between what I do and what teachers do, in that these are both occupations that involve a certain amount of passion, right? You don't, you don't become a teacher just to have a job. Like you may go work at the Circle K, or you may go work uh, at changing tires in a, in a garage, or you may, you're not just, you know, hitting the, the time clock to make your rent or your mortgage, 
I, I, I assume both occupations, being a guy on the radio and being an educator, have to involve a certain passion for what you want to do, right? You want to teach kids. You want to be a part of their lives. Teachers have been going into education for a long time with that idea that, hey, yeah, well, I'm going to do clubs after school. I'm, I'm going to have to do a lot of this extra stuff. I'm, you know, I mean, my, my, and I gotta, my, my, my son works part-time at a school, and you know what? He, as an after-school guy, he goes to every one of those stinking concerts. If, if one kid in his class has a concert, he goes to that concert. He didn't get paid for it, but he wants to be there for the kids. I'm just saying... What happened to that idea of education, of being an educator? 210-599-5555. I know I'm rolling late here. Let's... Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 107. I want to take one more call on Lavernia. ISD vote next month on a four-day school week. Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. There's not a lot of people right now lining up to be law enforcement, garbage men, wait staff servers, fast food workers, convenience store workers. They're not lining up for those jobs either. So maybe we should all just go to a four-day work week. <laughs> but this is all... This, <laughs> This is all a, a, a circular uh, uh, cause and effect thing going on here. The weak, snowflake, woke Democrats take over the public schools. They install no responsibility, no discipline, no accountability standards. And then when they have to deal with the animals that they created, they go, oh, I need a mental health day. But guess what? The, the, the product that they're turning out, the, 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 the little animals that they're turning out that don't have respect, don't have responsibility, don't have discipline or accountability, the rest of us now have to deal with them once they get out of high school. So maybe everybody should just have a four-day work week, uh, a mental health day. And I'll tell you something else. The oil field never sleeps. That's right. There's people working 24-7, 360. There's not a lot of people... Joining the military right now. Let's have a four-day work week in the military. There you go. Only Monday through Friday. I got to go, Steve. Steve, thanks for the call, man. Yeah, the oil fields never sleep. Your local hospital never sleeps. Uh, I, you know, and I, I, I I'm going to take a break from this for, for just a little while, and maybe we'll cycle back around to it next hour. We've got some other news to, to discuss. But, man, I, work, I, I used to work my ass off, man. <laughs> You know, they're, they're, I guess that's because the, the the work ethic that I have utilized for most of my adult life has been, you know, do what you have to do. You got to do what you got to do. You know, and, and I, I just, I see now a new ethic coming into being, which is, hey, what are you going to do for me? <laughs> what are you going to do for me? And I, I don't know if that's sustainable. Anyway, uh, I want to mention this briefly. And then, what the hell is that? What is that? It's the music for what you're about to talk about. I was being ahead of the curve. Oh, it threw me. I was like, is there a TV on? The Oscar nominations have come out. Yes. Like anybody cares about the Oscars. Just briefly, I want to bring this up because Brendan Fraser is up for The Whale uh, for Best Actor. He won a Golden Globe already, I believe. I think he got a Critics' Choice Award, too. I'm not sure. I haven't been following that stuff as much closely as I usually do. Tom Cruise got a bunch of stuff for, has been nominated for a bunch of stuff for Maverick, uh, that other, everything you want all the time, whatever the hell it is. Uh, they, they got some nods. But I, I got to tell you, my daughter went to see The Whale because I really want to see this movie. I, I just, I like, you know, every now and again, I want to see a good, good movie. And she went to see it uh, Friday night. This is uh, where Brendan Fraser, and there's been a lot of controversy around this flick. He plays a man who is obese. And he had to wear prosthetics uh, to achieve that effect. And I guess a lot of fat people got pissed off because they didn't get a fat person to play the person, play the character. That's just silly. It's called acting. Uh, And he plays a guy who, he's an English teacher, uh, and he's kind of eating himself to death, and he's trying to reconcile with his daughter. And my kid went to see it Friday night and said there was not a dry eye in the theater. 
It was amazing. Then you're going to be a mess. I'm going to be a mess. <laughs> she said, I, I, I loved it. I'll probably never watch it again, but it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. And because uh, she said, it's just, it just rips your heart out. You know, watching it, You're and gonna I, have I have box of tissues. Gonna, with you, I might buddy. need some mental wellness days. <laughs> yes, days, plural. Greg, I, I it's Sean. No, I'm not in the hospital. I just I just watched the whale. I need a couple of days off. I just man, I can't stop crying. So I I I I, I hope he does well. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing it myself at some point. Uh, two, as far as the other Oscar nominations, who cares? 210-599-5555. Let me tell you about my friends at Alamo Water Softener Systems. Uh, I've been a customer for about five years. It's the best water I've ever had. You know, the water sucks here in uh, in San Antonio, and you can't do much about that, uh, but you can do something about it once it gets to your place, and that's why I love my friends at Alamo Water Softeners. i got a great dealio right now. I'll trade up to a new select water treatment system. And you will receive $500 off the purchase of a new whole home system. Think about that. Trade up your uh, to a new select water treatment system, upgrade your system, and you get $500 off the purchase of a new whole home system. That's a great deal. They're just a great company. Uh, you can check out the website. One of the things I like about Alamo Water Softeners is you, you don't have to call them up on the phone. You can make your appointment with a whole home specialist at the website which I'll give you here in a second. That person will come out to your place, give you a free water analysis. If you're already a customer, they'll make suggestions on that new select water treatment system. Again, trade up to a new system. Get 500 bucks off the purchase of a new whole home system from Alamo Water Softeners. Check out the website, alamowatersofters.com. The Sean Rima Show. Good morning. As you get into your midday commute, it's an overturned vehicle on Loop 410 southbound at Valley High. It's on the frontage road. We've got a right lane blocked, and it's causing stop-and-go conditions from Highway 90. North side on 1604 Frontage Road, eastbound at 281, we've got a wreck. And noticing about an 8-10-minute delay or a commute on 1604 westbound Stone Oak Parkway on over to I-10. I'm Debbie Alcacer, KTSA Time Saver Traffic. Hi, Trey Ware here for Lifestyles Unlimited, a real estate education and mentoring group going to teach you how to successfully invest in both single-family and multifamily properties for a financial legacy. Log on today, financialfreedomlivestream.com, and use my name, Ware, W-A-R-E. Listen to this station anytime, anywhere on Odyssey. Odyssey is your new audio home for all the music, news, sports, and podcasts that matter to you. Odyssey, that's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Premium hardwood flooring at wholesale prices. That's River City Flooring. This is Dave Ramsey at River City Flooring. You don't pay until your floors are done. Visit rcfhardwoods.com and their showroom is on Stall Road near Wetmore. I hear people say it all the time. I've had enough. I want to feel better, live better, and look better. I'm Dr. Jacob Torres at the Institute for Functional Health, and I've helped thousands of people transform their body and health with state-of-the-art testing and doctor-supervised wellness plans. Your first visit to the Institute for Functional Health is a free consultation. Unlike other doctor's offices, we spend an extraordinary amount of time understanding your unique situation, and we give you a customized health plan that is designed specifically for you, your genetics, your family history, and the natural state of your body systems. The best part is we are with you every step of the way. Say goodbye to years of feeling bad, years of only taking medications that aren't fixing the problem, and years of feeling frustrated. At the Institute for Functional Health, we are the evolution of healthcare, a place where you can come to get well and stay well. Call for your complimentary consultation, 210-468-1891, 210-468-1891. I'm Dr. Torres at the Institute for Functional Health. Texas. Now it's more important than ever to have quality health care. United Healthcare Plans just received a five out of five stars rating for quality and service. That's the highest rating possible. Plus, with coverage from United Healthcare, you can get more for your Medicare dollar when, where, and how you need it. With great benefits like zero dollar for tier one prescriptions, zero dollar copays on primary care and virtual visits, dental, vision, and hearing coverage, and much more. Switch to a top rated plan from United Healthcare and get the health care you 
you deserve. Call United Healthcare today at 1 800 SHOP UHC. That's 1 800 SHOP UHC. United Healthcare is there to help you get even more from your benefits. That number again is 1 800 SHOP UHC. Benefits, features, or devices vary by plan and area. Limitations and exclusions apply. Every year, Medicare evaluates plans based on a five star rating system. Medicare Advantage Plan Star Rating applies to contract number H4590. That is rated five out of five stars for 2023. You've got advanced prostate cancer, but you're not waiting around. You want to straight talk to facts about a Govix. Orgovix Religolix 120 milligram prescription tablets is a treatment for adults with advanced prostate cancer. Fact, Orgovix is a different kind of androgen deprivation therapy treatment, a pill, not an injection. Orgovix may cause serious side effects, including a heart condition called QT prolongation. Tell your doctor right away if you feel dizzy, faint, have a racing or pounding heart or chest pain. Orgovix can cause harm to an unborn baby or miscarriage. Use birth control during treatment and for two weeks after Orgovix treatment. The most common side effects include hot flushes, increased blood sugar and blood fat levels, muscle and joint pain, decreased blood hemoglobin levels, increased liver enzymes, tiredness, constipation, and diarrhea. Other side effects include weight gain, decreased sex drive, and erectile function problems. Orgovix may cause infertility. Talk to your doctor if infertility is a concern for you. Go with a Govix. Ask your doctor. For more facts, visit GoWithTheFacts.com. The latest news, traffic, and weather are minutes away at the top of the hour. As you will learn next, that is what's happened on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, and we're back. Hi, I'm Sean. How you doing? Music makes me want to talk like this. It's 9.53 on the Sean Ryman Show. Uh, rainy day in the metropolitan area. Really freaking raining. It's raining really hard here all of a sudden on Eisenhower. Oh, wait, did it go away already? <laughs> Texas. It's already stopped. It didn't even make it through the commercial break. It got bored. It got bored. It moved on. Rain gets bored in Texas. Yep. Uh, 210-599-55. Hey, uh, an asteroid might hit Earth. Well, it's, no, we got a. Oh, come on, no. We got an asteroid the I size. I just washed my car. <laughs> God bless. We got an asteroid the size of a freaking bus that's going to fly within 2,100 miles of Earth on Friday. It's the closest approach to our planet by an asteroid uh, ever. <laughs> it's called 2023BU. It's Boy, there's a lot I could say about that, but I won't. Mm-hmm. Letters BU. Right. I won't. Yeah, don't. But ugly asteroid? It's a but ugly asteroid. <laughs> You know, I knew this girl once who was about the size oh, of a bus. Oh, come on. Going to be traveling at 33,000 miles per hour. Uh, it'll, it'll approach uh, early Friday morning. Uh, and again, uh, it's the size of a bus. It is the closest an asteroid has ever come to Earth. Now, Trey, this is where Trey and I kind of disagree on something, because he's kind of like, well, if God wants an asteroid to hit the Earth, and that's the way it is. Kick right. back in your lawn chair with a margarita and watch it happen. Right. But you're more of the, you're I'm more more of the like, thought, like, God made us smart enough to shoot it out of the sky. Maybe <laughs> the miracle is that God gave us these big, wrinkly brains that we can figure out how to get <laughs> that asteroid and divert it from flying into our freaking planet. Right. Remember your Hunter Thompson, believe in God, but steer away from the rocks, mm-hmm. or roll away from the rocks. It's raining again, by the way. Oh, can, you can actually hear it. Can you yeah. hear it on the microphone? Yeah. That's rain. I love the rain. I hate driving in it, though, because people... No, should I even say oh, it? Go ahead. Say it. No. I've upset <laughs> enough people today. <laughs> Texans can't drive in the rain. There, I said it. We know it. San Antonians yeah. can't drive in the rain. Yeah, but, you know, it, they don't. They don't have to. Well, it doesn't rain like them where you and I are from. It's a skill you need once, twice a year. Well, where you, where you and I are from, it'll rain yeah. for days, sometimes weeks. Right? Yeah. But not here. It's there. It's gone. It's as rare as a, you know, an asteroid the size of a bus floating by. <laughs> <laughs> Could the asteroid coming towards the Earth this Friday be an extraterrestrial? 
That's what my wife and I did this weekend. We they had a they had a marathon of ex, of of, class, of uh, ancient aliens. I never get tired of watching that. They got new episodes. What? Oh, really? They've been doing that show for twenty freaking years, man. And they have uncovered new ancient aliens. I guess. But the, wow. they, man, we watched two new episodes on on Friday night or Sunday, I think it was. Yeah, and they had the guy. What's his name? Milos. Milos, whatever the hell. Yeah. wheels. The guy with the hair. Yeah, yeah. People, everybody knows him as the guy with the hair named right. Giorgio. Giorgio. Eric Van Daniken's starting to look like Joe Biden, like he's, you know, 98, like the aliens are getting ready to pick him up. Is he making outrageous claims like he has an asteroid in the back of his house? I'm Eric Van Daniken, <laughs> and I have a pill box that all my prescriptions are in. The same configuration of pills that I have in my pill box to regulate my colon activity can be found on the face of ancient sculptures in the Mayan civilization. My theory is that the Mayans were given prescription drugs by extraterrestrial aliens. I'm Eric Van Daniken. I'll be catching my chariot to the gods here in just a few months. Pfizer's been around Could for that long. Eric Van Daniken himself, author of Chariots of the Gods, himself be an extraterrestrial? wheel? <laughs> what a nerd. They're just a bunch of nerds. Have you and read... they made a living out of this stuff. Have you read Chariots of yes. the Gods? Yes. I, love, yeah, it's I love it. It's a great book, man. <laughs> it is. There's another one I read. Oh, he's by the, the guy from Texas, Mar Mars Jim Mars. Oh, what the hell is that guy's name? Uh, one of the better UFO books I've read. Where he, he's the guy that talks about the moon being being hollow because when things knock into the moon, moon it rings like a bell. It's made of green cheese. But uh, ancient aliens. Who doesn't like ancient aliens, man? It's just a great show to watch. Because they are, it's just a nerd fest. These are some of the highest paid nerds on planet Earth, man. They can afford some good dope. Could the marijuana that I smoke, <laughs> the strain have been uh, uh, developed by extraterrestrial? <laughs> because I am stoned. <laughs> I am so stoned off my ass. <laughs> It must be extraterrestrials. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Uh, Pam Anderson. Do you remember her? Sure you do. Uh, she's got a new book out called Love, Pamela. And in the book, uh, she insists that Tim Allen exposed himself on the set of uh, Home Improvement in 1991. I've actually, I, I've always been kind of a Tim Allen fan. I, I never watched Home Improvement uh, because in the first half of the 90s, I was just screwing around too much and having too much fun. I was never home to watch TV. Just being honest. I liked him in that uh, science fiction movie. It was kind of a takeoff on Star Trek. Galaxy Quest, that was good. And Last Man Standing is a very funny show. And and, and my wife and I got into binge-watching Last Man Standing a, a couple of months ago. And, uh, you know, he's just a really funny guy. And he's he's funny because he, he does, prov- you know, provide conservative humor. He had the number one show... And well, I can't remember if it was ABC or what, what, the, what, the, what the network was. But remember they canned it? They pulled it off the air, and it was the number one show, and people went nuts, so they had to bring it back. It's a very funny show. And Pam Anderson is insisting that in 1991, on set, he was wearing a bathrobe, and he exposed himself to her. Uh, and according to her, he said because he'd seen her naked with the Playboy thing, it was only fair. That she see him naked. She said she laughed uncomfortably. Tim Allen, for his part, says it never happened. I would never uh, happened. I would never do such a thing. Which I, I tend to believe. And Pam, 
<laughs> Sweetheart, can we can we be a little honest with each other here? Okay, the only reason anybody knows who the hell you are is because you exposed yourself. Okay, you you Pam, I remember what you look like naked from Playboy, okay? I'm a talk monkey in San Antonio, Texas. Pam, I've seen you naked. Okay, and then then the whole Tommy Tommy Lee, right? And the, and the whole sex tape thing, right? That was her, right? Was yeah. that Pam Anderson? Yeah. Yeah, that was after she made her debut. She was on Baywatch. No, she did Tool Time before that. Oh, it, she did? Yeah. She was a the Molson Ice Girl in Canada, got big, got the show with Tim Taylor and Tool Tim Time. Al- right. That's Home Improvement. Right. Then video came out, then Playboy, then Baywatch. Ah, I see. But I, so I, I don't know if I really w- give a crap if Pam Anderson... You know what? If Tim Allen did show her... <laughs> I'm like, you're Pam Anderson, man. Nobody even know who the hell you are if you weren't naked. I'm just... And that, you know what I mean? That's a bit... I mean, I first off, again, I don't think... Look, a lot of people in Hollywood very obviously despise Tim Allen's guts because he's a conservative. Okay. That's why they, they, they got Captain America to play Buzz Lightyear in the freaking movie. It, it wasn't any kind of cinematic evolution. They hate Tim Allen's guts like they hate Mel Gibson's guts because they're successful conservatives. All right? So I, 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 maybe he did, maybe he didn't. It, it just seems like so, so out of character for a guy like Tim Allen to do something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we got disappointed by Bill Murray. Well, but that's Bill Murray's always been a weird dude, though. Tim Allen's, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, I find you're right because Bill Murray, all this stuff's coming out about Bill Murray now being inappropriate over the years. But you've never heard this about the the other thing is that this tends to be something that somebody does multiple occasions. You don't just one off expose yourself to somebody. It, it, there are other people come forward and they didn't. Well, he did that to me. He did that to me as well. You've never heard anything like this about Tim Allen ever. And the guy's been on the scene for decades. And she hasn't released a book in ever. So that helps. And it, it helps sell her stupid book. Because how many of us are really, you know, itching to read a Pam Anderson biography? You know what I mean? Wouldn't it be funny if it turned out that it was actually the guy that played Wilson? On home improvement, he was always standing behind the fence. He was actually the guy you, know. you never know. He just poked it between one of the slats of the fence. In the knot hole. In the knot hole. Hey, Pam. Hey, hey, hey. So the Splinters. Other, the other guy, Al Borland. What's it? Richard? I can't remember. The guy his played name. his buddy on yeah. the beard. Yeah. yeah. His niece and I went to college together. Really? Yeah, at, at Texas State. And so he, wow. I got to, got to meet him once. Was she hot? I'm oh, sorry. yes, she was. <laughs> I'm such a pig. He's the first question. You don't have to. You didn't ask what she was majoring in or what kind of student she was. No, I didn't. You want to know if she's hot. Uh, I'm a dirty old man. What do you want from me? She was a hippie chick, the potting soil and patchouli. Oh, smelled like potting soil and patchouli, a hippie chick. Oh, my God. Yeah, rhyme is out. Yeah, I never did well with hippie chicks, man. I sure as hell wouldn't do well with hippie chicks now. What am I saying? I'm married. Um, two and zero. <laughs> well, the, precisely. I'm not gonna be doing anything with anybody, yeah, right. man. So, uh, you'll be bleeding a lot if you keep talking that way. My wife's out there. Oh no, you didn't. Oh no, you didn't. She's like taking off her earrings. <laughs> oh, man, you, you've crossed the line when that happens. Like, baby, you're just not the money maker, baby. You know what I? <laughs> money maker. You know what I've been telling her recently, though, because I'm 55 now. You know, baby, you keep this up. You're gonna board. You're bordering on elder abuse. Okay, in a few more years, right? You talking to me like that? It's gonna be elder abuse. Okay. Once you reach the point where you can order from the back page of the Denny's menu, uh, it's well, elder abuse. It's right. Once yeah. I get my senior discount, baby, you start yelling at me. It's elder abuse. I'll call up Javier. <laughs> gonna call the sheriff on you. Sheriff, uh, yeah, my wife just yelled at me really bad, and I'm, you know, I'm si- I'm 58. It's elder abuse, right? Can he come get her? Um, <laughs> she told me I couldn't leave the table till I ate all my food. Salazar would be like, oh, I'm not getting in the middle of this. Yeah, he, knows, <laughs> he knows better. He, know, he would know yeah. much better. Right. Much better. 
Uh, oh, just very briefly, glad to hear that. Clay- so Clayton's back in, in city council, right? And uh, Don, what is he? He finds out today if what, what's going on. Right, he's going to court today. It's first okay. court hearing. So, God bless you, Clayton. You know, hope it goes well for you. And uh, I'm sorry. I maybe we'll get on get into this on the other side of the. But when I heard 14 drinks in four hours, that's a lot. Having been somebody who is, I know this may shock some of you, but I've had the odd taste of alcohol over the years. What? And 14 shots or 14 drinks in four hours. I'm glad they're doing an investigation into this place because why he was allowed to walk out of that place. No, moreover, was there anybody with him? I mean, 14 drinks in four hours. You are schnockered. You are schnockered. So we'll uh, kind of keep you up to date on. They are looking in. What's it called? The evil what? The evil olive. 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 Have you ever been there? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so they're looking. Of course he has. Well, what am I asking? <laughs> this guy's been to every bar in the universe in this town. He's giving them all a Yelp rating. I should ask. Have you ever been in my closet? Yep. Yes, Sean, I have. Yep. Um, <laughs> Just <laughs> where hasn't he ever been? Just know? once. Just once. Anywhere, anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Well, we're you know, we're we're all kind of disgusted by a lot of the video that we're seeing out of Atlanta over the weekend on a night of rage after some punk shot at a state cop and he shot back and the guy died. And then they're also building some kind of training center out there and it's pissed off Antifa. And was it Saturday night? I guess they all, they were burning stuff, burning cop cars and, you know, breaking glass, stealing stuff, you know, the usual crap. Tucker talked about this last night that uh, there was about half a dozen Antifa pukes who were arrested. And uh, they're all rich white kids <laughs> that, that, who, who aren't even from Atlanta. I was on Tucker last night. Now, it's not surprising because whenever Antifa shows up, they, they tend to be white college kids or white kids from, you know, they're not coming from, you know, the, the, the hood or whatever you want to call it. They're not coming from some crummy neighborhood, some low-income situation fighting for justice or whatever the hell they're 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 wealthy little white punks that just want to steal crap and break stuff and i forget who was on with tucker last night but they described them as the kind of like the foot soldiers of the left and they really are they're useful idiots and you know apart from the fact that we're screwing over young people by, uh, first off, letting the social media and the video games raise them. Secondly, uh, allowing a public education system to indoctrinate them into all kinds of meaningless leftist crap. We're also allowing them, frankly, to become a violent bunch of pukes. We had this, uh, you know... Uh, and, And primarily, you know, Antifa, they are. They're a bunch of little booger eaters. They are. And they never get arrested. You know, they, they tear the crap out of any given town they descend upon. Usually at the behest of folks in the left. They're never characterized as terrorists like soccer moms going to uh, school board meetings are. They're rarely ever incarcerated, arrested, or charged for anything they do, which is destroy people's lives and attack cops, Right? You got people who were there on January 6th who were just taking selfies who were still sitting their ass in jail uh, all this time afterwards. And it's just they're becoming a violent bunch of little creeps. And we have this story. I, I, I just I didn't really follow this story until last night. Adam Klotz is a meteorologist with Fox. And he's on a subway in New York City. And there's about half a dozen teenage kids who are trying to set an old man's hair on fire with a joint. And Adam Klotz, uh, a television meteorologist, intervened and said, hey, you know, that's not cool. Stop doing that. Would you leave the guy alone? 
Well, like a bunch of uh, pack dogs, they 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 focus on Adam Klotz and start beating the crap out of him. He, he gets off the train, tries to get away. They follow him out. They beat the crap out. They have him on the ground, and they're just stomping him. He said, it was all I could do just to keep my head covered. I was getting kicked on the side. Uh, you know, he's pretty, pretty banged up. He had to go to the hospital. Three of the teenage suspects were picked up by police and released to their parents without charges. They attacked a man. They were set, trying to set another man's hair on fire. Then they attack another dude. And, and you know, when you got four or five dudes wailing on you, you could die. <laughs> you know, man, you can, you know, it worked out all right for this guy. You know, but they beat the crap out of him because he told him not to set an old man's hair on fire. And they don't get charged, and they're sent home to mommy and daddy. Um, we're also now seeing all kinds of reports about George Soros' money, and Fox was reporting on this, and Otrey was talking about it, uh, it, it, where he's kind of turned his attention, and you and I already know this, to getting local prosecutors uh, elected. He, he, he's realized that focusing on local contests serves his evil purpose better uh, than working on the national stage as much. And he's getting these, these DAs put in place who do this sort of thing, who, who take three young men who beat the crap out of a guy and tried to set another old man's hair on fire, and he just let him go. And, you know, I, th- this young generation, man, and I know I sound like an old fart, and I don't care what you think about that. Maybe I am. Actually, looking in the mirror, I am an old fart. But we, th- th- this generation, who are they going to be in their 40s, man? Who are they going to be? And what's at play here? Uh, obviously, there are elements within our, within our own country who have very deep pockets, who want this this just rage of crime in our streets. They're the ones who are responsible for just letting these people back out on the street. We had this MS-13 guy, I can't remember uh, what state it was in. He was in, but he was here illegally. And I think he raped a little girl and then got released and went out and raped and killed somebody else. There are elements in our own country and possibly within our own government that want this violence in the streets. They want the chaos. And it's part of an overall idea to let things get so stinking bad that you can start restricting stuff. You can start rolling the tanks in. Martial freaking law. You can go full-on fascist. If you can make the argument that, well, things are just so out of control... And that's what makes the whole, just the fact that these punks call themselves anti-fascist, and yet Antifa pretty much represents everything that fascism is, and is designed to be. And it's scary stuff, man. 210-599-5555, Let's go ahead and take a little break. Then we'll wrap this gig and make way for Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The news that's hot. Connect residents to information. Stay tuned for updates. Minutes away at the top on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back with a little tainted love. I'm not going to say anything more. Not going to elaborate. If you get the band right, you get lunch. Oh, who was this? Oh no! I used to play this. I leave. level forty-two. No, no. Change it love. Ah, I can't think of it. Soft sell. Soft sell. James and I still have an ongoing uh, wager uh, where he plays, because when he first started here, I said, I want weird, edgy music. So he, he plays weird music, and his goal every day is to 
play music that I can't identify. And if I'm if I able if I'm able to identify the song and who and the and the artist, James has to take me out to lunch. And I leave you these little softballs every now and then. Every now and again, they're right on the tip oh, of your brain. And I should have known that one because I used to play it at my first gig. Um, what else we got here on the way out the dough? Oh, let me mention this briefly. Because talk show hosts, guys, love to talk about their freaking books. Uh, I. Uh, <laughs> I got a book I put out. I, I'm actually I did this for a reason. I'm doing a a, a writers conference uh, at Echo Hill with Kanky and his sister coming up this spring, and where we're going to be, you know, bringing people in and uh, to it's to benefit the camp, the the Gold Star Camp, and uh, only about half a dozen folks, and we're going to have a weekend of doing writing exercises and stuff. And I'm I'm involved, Doctor. Uh, uh, Kathleen Hudson from Shriners doing it. There's another person who's a published author who's going to be participating. And so I wanted a book that was kind of a overview of my stuff, you know. So I, I put together this. Uh, it's my first edition of Selected Poems. It's called The Existential Slap. Selected Poems and Crap. And uh, it's it's got uh, a bunch of a whole bunch of new poems no one's ever seen before. And it's got some old stuff. Uh, it's got some fix, uh, some short fiction I wrote a couple of years on lock, uh, a couple of years ago on lockdown. Uh, it's got some great photography from my stepdaughter Alicia Corcoran and my good buddy Randy Garcia. And it's actually got a uh, a write up from Doctor Hudson in there as well. And so it was, it's cool. I'm, I'm really happy with it. It's a, it's got a nice hardcover. It's shiny. Okay, if you know if you hate it, it makes a great doorstop. Okay. Also, if you hate it, you can use it to write other things. You know, if you need a a, a, sub, a hard surface to write on a sticky note, you can use this book for that because it's got a hard. Co- I mean, I wanted to do a really kind of fancy schmancy hardcover version of this, so it's available on Amazon as of today. The existential slap, selected poems and crap by Sean Rima. <laughs> <laughs> so. Check it out. And somebody asked me if I do Kindle editions. I don't do any electronic digital editions of my stuff. I got. I, I, I want to have a book in your hands because the man can delete digital crap <laughs> and he can alter it. And I, I just, I don't, I don't like. I myself, I don't do the whole reading on a computer on a Kindle thing. I, I got to have a book in my hands, man. So I want to put a book in your hands. So existential, existential slap. It's a, a hardcover edition of my stuff. Reasonably priced as well. Reasonably priced. I make about 28 cents a copy, so go ahead and pick that up. Uh, Raymond, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Good morning, Mr. Sean. Hey. Uh, well, that's what you were talking about earlier, about that guy who got beat up in the subway. Uh, these kids nowadays, that's the reason they get shot, because they don't have no respect for the law. Well, right. I mean, you know, the the stuff in Atlanta was inspired by the fact that a guy, a kid shot at a state cop. Yeah. And uh, the thing that they do, they release them to the parents. And it's the parents' fault for not, you know, telling the officers, no, take them in, put them in juvenile, give them some time or something. Well, it's just, you know, they think that he did. Well, I know. There's no repercussions. These kids beat the crap out of a guy, tried to set another guy on fire, and they're just released to their parents. No charges. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, it could, have been, it could have been more serious. They would have caught that man in the air on fire. You know, that's what they would have done. Well, uh, right. I agree, man. I appreciate the call. It's, it's just, it's getting so strange. I mean, the, the and, and again, this this violence is desired by certain elements in our country and around the world. They want us to turn into a third world asshole. They want us to be a freaking banana republic. And it's the randomness of a lot of this stuff. Now we have it. We have another uh, shooting in California. A uh, guy, again, an Asian American. What's up with the uh, Asian violence all of a sudden? Asian dudes killing a bunch of people. Seven people. How many people were there? last? Four? Seven. At a couple of mushroom farms of all places, you you have continued examples. I don't know what the obsession with this is of people just getting shoved on the subway tracks. We're seeing more and more violence in this town. I mean, in this town, we're having 
drive-bys and random shootings it seems like every other freaking day. And again, we got a, a Soros-backed DA who just lets him go. These are strange damn times, man. Strange damn times. But hey, it's okay because maybe Avatar will get best picture. They 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 reveal the award shows are are just they. I think seven people watched the Critics Choice Awards. <laughs> Brendan Fraser was one of them. People are just losing interest in this stuff, and so the Oscars put out their list of nominations today, just a little while ago. I guess Avatar is doing very well. It's made a crap load of money. I have no desire to see it. The first one, I hated the first movie. I don't want to look at naked, really tall, naked CGI blue hippies riding around on freaking dolphins. It's also John Belushi's 74th birthday today. God. Do you remember when Saturday Night Live was great? <laughs> you have to be a certain age to remember when Saturday Night Live was great. Samurai Hotel. Belushi. He was just, he was amazing. What an amazing talent that guy was. And I know people who knew him. And I tell you what, when you sit around with people who knew him and they start talking about partying with Belushi, it's like, whoa, man. What would John Belushi have been like at 74 years of age? I'm uh, with I'm at the doctor's office the other day with my wife. She had an, appoint- had an appointment. And they had a Jim Belushi show on. Uh, like a sitcom that he's on or something. Boy, that guy's really... Jim did all right, man. <laughs> yes, for being for being the idiot brother and the least talented, he for did For well. being the not funny brother, Jim Belushi has really done... I don't begrudge him any of his, you know, success, but that guy, for what, 30, 40 years... That, for 30-odd years, that guy's been riding high off his brother. I'm sorry. Well, he's still be doing, so obvious about it, but still doing the Blues Brothers. He's, st- he's still doing the Blues Brothers with Aykroyd, isn't he? Yeah, it's weird. Happy birthday, John! Wherever you are in the universe, thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, Don Morgan, and my good brother Trey. Ware. spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.